0: Well, welcome to the Fantastic Mr. Podcast. I'm Zach Briggs and only a two-man show tonight. All right, Jake Kramers is dealing with some family stuff, but I am with the father of this podcast, Justin Strange.
1: Yeah, hey, what's up? I like that. I like that title, Father of the Podcast. I mean, I guess I am the one that, you know, had the idea and executed it. And...
0: Yeah, right. I, I mean, well, everyone's going to miss Jake if you, if you this is your first time, but... They might. You, you don't Jake. even know. You don't even know who Jake is, but he's often the inquisitive guy. He, he's he's the contrary. I was gonna uh, say. He, claim,
1: he claims to be have a different way of thinking than we do. Yes. Whatever. he Likes
0: different types of movies than <clears throat> Justin yeah. and I. So, but anyway, let's, let's move on to. Yeah, let's do it. The the, the topic we this episode's about pre-MCU mm-hmm. versus MCU movies. So, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. If, we're, if we're talking about Marvel Cinematic Universe, what do we have more than twenty? movies About in 20. the mcu
1: i think now 27 i was gonna say 25 i thought but maybe 27
0: more than 20 but <clears throat> for they're, sure they're, they're basically like the blockbuster there's an annual mm-hmm. mcu movie these days and for yeah. the most part they do well
1: and now there's uh, like there's two two well yeah no no because we have because spider-man came out last year so dr strange yeah so yeah annual that's about right all right
0: Zach. so no no <laughs> disney is loving the cash that when they did get they, from mcu
1: when, when did they take over marvel what year uh, look that up uh,
0: yeah um uh, 2009 he... that makes sense because oh Iron yeah Man Dang. came out in 2008 and then oh yeah the following year four billion dollars acquired marvel entertainment so kind of was the beginning. Iron Man was the, the start of the MCU and mm-hmm. the, leading up to the Avengers, along with the other you know, related movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I, I grew up with uh, you know, the pre-MCU, obviously. You know, for oh, me, yeah, it was, me too, it was me. you know Spider-Man, uh, the, the Raimi trilogy. Uh, I think Blade, Punisher. Uh, there was a... The X-Men. Oh, yeah. Fantastic X-Men. Four. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the, the Fantastic Four. The, I did, too. The, the, like the, the it, one with... Uh, Chris
1: Evans. Yeah. And Jessica Alba. Yeah, I enjoyed it, too. And, like, people... Give it flack. And you know, another movie that people gave a lot of flack that I enjoyed, but of course this was in 2003. So I was like, I don't know, 15 or something. 16 was Daredevil with Ben Affleck, but it still gets a lot of crap. And to be honest, I haven't watched it since then, (laughs) but whenever it came out, I, I actually really enjoyed it. It's kind of
0: interesting Ben Affleck's been in a Marvel
1: and a DC there's so many property, that now that DC. Has, has been in both
0: crossovers <clears throat> yeah uh, the Ghost Rider I've never seen that but that was with uh, Nicolas Nick Cage, Cage. I, I believe that's Marvel
1: yeah, and people are wanting um what's his face? Uh Carol from The Walking Dead to play Norman Reedus. Yeah, to play yeah. Ghost Rider. So bad. I could see that because he's firstly he's always on a motorcycle in like mm. The Walking Dead. Well his, <laughs> it's just his his whole his whole I mean, persona and everything. I think yeah, I think that would that would uh work for for Ghost Rider, for sure. So
0: pre MCU uh, versus MCU. You like just from a like a, a movie making standpoint. I mean, I feel like this was be- pre MCU was before the days of trying to build up this to universe. Like, like a you know people working together type of thing. Oh yeah. Unless, yeah. unless we're talking about like X Men, obviously.
1: Right, but, but that's,
0: that's like its own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> situation. That's a muddled mess. You know, X Men movies in general. But yeah. I mean, what would you say is like the one of your favorite aspects about pre-MCU movies that like that, the MCU movies don't have?
1: So the MCU movies, I feel, are a little formulaic. You know, they're all essentially cookie-cutter type. I mean, they're all really entertaining, don't get me wrong, and I love the MCU. I love it. And so, like, when Iron Man came out, Iron Man and Hulk were the only... Well, and Shang-Chi were the only... Only movies I hadn't seen in theaters, you know, I I got to a point where I started loving it and got, you know, then it just, we kind of became like a thing. Like I go see all these movies and then Avengers came out and stuff. Isn't relevant in MCU Mm. movies. Yeah. So, you know, like earlier you were talking annual movie, annual movie. And so like, they're great, they're entertaining, but they're all mostly the same. Now with some of these older ones, like I've seen the Spider-Man, Raimi Spider-Man movies several times. Um, and I don't know. They have that that like let's take this this character and put him in it, you know, like 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 Joker, you know, or even the Batman. Like it's it has that independent movie type feel to it. And you know, you think of movies like you know, Spider-Man, especially the first Spider-Man and the second Spider-Man, maybe not so much the third, but they just have that, to me, have that like independent movie vibe where we weren't trying, they weren't trying to do like a whole universe. Like you said, you know, they were just pick- taking these properties and making a movie out of them. So that's, that's kind <clears> of <throat> the yeah. difference I see <clears throat> at least in, a uh, in MCU versus MCU.
0: Yeah. Like each, you know, the, the tone of Spider-Man Raimi trilogy feels different than the tone of the the Spider-Man Hulk or like, the, well, the X-Men because there, yeah. there's no like cohesiveness. But when you're, we're talking about MCU, they all have that formula, as you said, with the the, 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 the humor, the, yeah. the jokes, oh, yeah. the everything.
1: The only one that I that I think is a little bit different than the rest of them would be the Ant-Man movies, because I think they do have plenty of action, but they focus a little more on the comedy aspect. Because, I mean, it's Ant-Man, you know, it's like when I, I remember when that movie was announced and I was super excited. And then I went to theaters to see a different movie, but the Ant-Man trailer came on and, you know, it's the one where he's like, you know, I'm Ant-Man. And then uh, he's like, yeah, I didn't come up with the name or something like that. And then it it was over. And then someone goes, "Was, was that a joke? Was that like a joke trailer? And I was just like, you know, so like you with with stuff even like Ant Man, you gotta add that comedy in there, or people aren't gonna take it seriously, believe it or not. It's, it's kind of like, hard
0: to take Ant Man totally seriously,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Because I mean, small guy that shrinks, you know, or gets big somehow. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the, that's the only one that I think stands out. I think from the rest, the rest of them are still like, you know, as, as they go along, they're they're beautiful. Like Shang Chi was a beautiful movie. I thought it looked spectacular. I
0: need, I need to add that to my list.
1: Yeah, it I mean and the movie I didn't think like the storyline was was just okay. I'm not a huge fan of Aquafina. She was in a, another movie though that uh, I really enjoyed. It was a A24 movie. I forget the name right now, but but um, <clears throat> but I don't care for her in this movie and so it was just like I was watching it because I didn't I didn't go see it in theaters not for any reason. I just never got around to it. And it was on Disney Plus and I was like okay, I'll watch this movie and you know I liked it. it. I don't know. It just, just kind of followed that same formula. It was interesting somewhat, but it was very pretty. CGI mm-hmm. looked great. I heard a lot of people love
0: the, the main character and yeah, like yeah. before it became kind of marvelized. Like his, like yeah, I like said, they love the before. martial arts and everything. And then it, with the rings and all that, all, it becomes yeah. oh, oh, it's a Marvel movie. All right. Like yeah. People are reminded.
1: <laughs> yeah. with the rings. The rings yeah. did look cool though. Cause in the comics, they're just rings on this, on the fingers, but they didn't want it to look too much like uh, the infinity gauntlet. So they put them on his arms and I thought, I thought that was a neat little change. Like I thought the way, cause you know, with the rings on the fingers, you can't really do much, but with them on the arms, you know, they can use them as whips and stuff, kind of like whiplash and stuff. And so um, I thought that was a neat, you know a smart choice to make was you know let's put it let's put him on the on his arms and so but other than that like only thing that really stood out to me in that movie was the CJ. what do you
0: think is the worst received movie in mcu
1: oh that's a good question i'm trying to think of them all now uh heard iron man 3 had a lot of flack yeah yeah nobody not, a lot of people don't really care for or was it two? No, it was two. Was it two, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't. I'm almost positive it was Iron Man 2, which, you know, I'm not saying it was my favorite, but I really, I don't know. I like those almost always like the second one. Like even with Toy Story before Toy Story 4 came out. Really with Toy Story 4, I still, Toy Story 2 is still my favorite Toy Story. American Pie 2 is my favorite American Pie. And like even Iron Man 2. Home Alone 2. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Home Alone 2. Uh, yeah, no, i I Still, much enjoy Home Alone, but like a lot of the sequels are usually my favorite, even like Avengers Age of Ultra. Favorite,
0: that one that's another one that, yeah, people that got a lot of crap. Didn't like for I don't know exactly the reasons, I don't either.
1: But people, yeah, you're right, not a, a lot of people liked them, and I thought they
0: were. Ultron, I, James Spader. Yeah, he's a, he has a wonderful voice.
1: Man, whenever he was announced, I was so excited because I didn't really know James Spader that much, but <clears throat> he was in The Office. He was in a season of The Office. And so that's where I met James Spader. And he was so funny. People, he gets a lot of, like, his character from The Office gets a lot of flack. But I was like, when he was announced as Ultron, and I almost wet myself. It was so I was like, oh, yeah. my God. And so. Yeah, cool. And then, then, of course, so he was in The Blacklist, which is a pretty good show. I and think so, that's
0: kind of what he's really known for. Yeah.
1: Yeah, silly, kind of, mm.
0: Yeah, but I think the what the movie that think it was controversial for you no know, many reasons and mm-hmm. people are panties at a bunch because a woman <laughs> was starring. Uh, the, Black Widow. Marvel, uh, oh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yes, I think that movie got lots of flack just for because mm-hmm. people's beliefs and no no people's no women what women women power and all that. Mm-hmm. I, the movie was. All right. I don't like Brie Larson's you know, portrayal. I mean, I, she was kind of one toned kind of boring. Maybe that was what she was going for, kind of sarcastic, dry. But she wasn't very, she didn't drive me to want to see another movie with her.
1: The thing about Captain Marvel was one thing it was set in the 90s, right? So I grew up in the 90s. So for me, that was awesome because it was all 90s music and 90s setting. But, Blockbuster, yeah, and as far as Brie Larson goes, like I was like, man, she looks, she looks the part, but she's not a very good actor in that. In that,
0: man, movie. she was a wonderful actress in that one movie the, about the, the, the room, room, room or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that was like she was brilliant in that. I, I don't still know, have, yet I don't know yet what happened.
1: I still have yet to see that movie. I've you gotta
0: watching. see it. it's, yeah, it's disturbing, heard. but it's oh, man, that's
1: awesome. Disturbing, the more disturbing the better. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: I don't know what happened, and I don't know what what kind of direction she well, was you going know, get for that movie.
1: She was in a few episodes of Community and I thought she was really great in that show. And so she wasn't in very much of it. She was only in like I think three or four episodes. And she did I thought she was a great actor in that show. Um but and she I went and saw Captain Marvel in theaters and I was like, Man, she looks like Captain Marvel, but it's just she just can't act in this kind of movie, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it or something, but I Samuel think. Jackson I yeah, think he's he's been in
0: pretty much a lot of these MCU oh, yeah. movies like since the since day one right Iron Man
1: Oh yeah Iron Man he was at the end and he's like oh, putting together a little group yep. or whatever he says
0: that's, uh, that's, I love Tim Jackson he he tries to insert himself into a lot of movies I think he did good yep. as his role
1: but, Well, yeah well, I think he's a great Nick Fury
0: but was he, like, during, up until whatever movie that was, until, it was, like, when it was revealed that he was, in like, an alien or what? Uh... Uh,
1: that was Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Okay. Yeah. So, up, so the
0: Nick Fury we saw, like, an, in 2008 Iron Man, was that really Nick Fury? or? Yes. The,
1: the only time okay. it was a Nick Fury it was in Far From Home because he was okay. in space. Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah no, because, you know, they, I mean, I guess, Technically, it could have been now that I think about it because that took place in the 90s. Hmm. What did Captain Marvel? Mm, yeah. So if you go, if you go and chronological order it goes captain america and then captain marvel and then iron man i believe or maybe the mm. incredible hulk is first but iron man captain marvel
0: is so. supposed to be just as powerful if not more powerful than superman they say is she on the level of thor i think
1: he's yeah i guess she i mean she was able to stand up against thanos and thor wasn't even able to do that but not as well as she did like remember he headbutted her and she just looked at him that's crazy. Why, only, where,
0: was, where was she this entire time?
1: She said, there's a lot of other pets that have the same problem you do, or whatever she says. They don't have you around or whatever.
0: It makes me wonder, could she take on Thanos by herself?
1: Uh, I think she could if he didn't have the Infinity Gauntlet. Because the only reason he was even able to get her off of him was he took the Power Stone, stuck it in his hand, and punched her. Yeah. He just took it off the gauntlet, put it in his hand and punched her. And so I think if he didn't have that, then yeah, absolutely. She let's could talk
0: about it. another pre-MCU movie. So, it's one that stands out for you. Let's talk about Howard the Duck. Never seen it, but I've seen the character in mm-hmm. uh, Avengers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so... Uh, it was Marvel's first live action adaptation movie and it also didn't do very well. It came out in nineteen eighty six. It was starring Leah Thompson. So if you know who Leah Thompson is, she plays on uh Back to the Future. Right? Yes. Back to the Future. She plays uh the younger version of Marvel. You um, need to see that movie. I need to see the trilogy of Back to the Future. You've seen it before, right? No. Yes you have. Have you not really? No. Oh, dude, yeah, you need to watch that. Um God, I can't believe you've never seen Back to the Future. I want to see them. You need to watch that and then we'll have an episode, man, or three episodes, one for each movie, because they're so good. They're so good. They're so good. I can't believe you. I didn't know you had never seen it. It's a sin, I guess. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say sin, but it is kind of crazy that you've never seen it. Of course, I was like, I don't know, almost 30 before I watched them. So I guess I can't really talk. So, yeah, Howard the Duck with Leah Thompson and, and of course, Howard the Duck. And, of course, you know the story of Howard the Duck. He essentially lives on another planet that's just like Earth, but it's inhabited with ducks. Like anthropomorphic walking, talking ducks. So he ends up on Earth and meets Leah Thompson, and then they like fall in love, and there's like a sex scene in it and stuff. It's weird. Really? Um, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. And Do I they don't, sh- is it graphic? Or? I don't think it's that. I don't even think just allude to it. Yeah, it's more like implied. Um, <laughs> and so it's kind of weird though, even so, because it's a human and a duck. I mean, if you've seen even what Howard the Duck looks like in that movie, he's
0: who directed that. Or- um, I don't know oh, anyone that we would know or that you I don't know. think so it's a George Lucas produced it oh Lucas what was he thinking
1: <laughs> I, I don't know because um, that was one of his earlier things so this came out in 86 in 1986 so that this was, would be so that was right
0: after Return, Return of the Jedi it would
1: be, probably it was after Return of the Jedi <laughs> Because I think Star Wars, it was seventy-seven, eighty, and eighty-three, I believe, and then. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then he did this for whatever reason. So yeah, it it didn't apparently didn't do very well. I do remember vaguely watching this. I it's been like I said a long time since I've seen it. So I was like a kid, like a kid, kid. My how's mom this, how's the CG? It's not CG. He's like a puppet. Oh. Yeah. How's the puppet tree? No, he looks he looks okay as a you know a little puppet. Uh, it's kind of cute. <laughs> so. Uh, Does he swear? You know what? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Is it a movie like, that you're supposed to take seriously, this duck? and uh, Yeah, with I
1: think some so. Woman? I think I mentioned Mystery Science Theater 3000 the other day in our last episode. It would be one of those movies that they, put, they could put in there. It's because it's kind of one of those like, what the heck is this? Like, you know, this is something that somebody, I mean, I'm W-T-F not saying there's not movie. a, yeah, yeah. More like a WTF, like, like I'm not saying it's maybe not good or not bad. Because like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen it and I haven't watched it since. Because I don't want to make it sound like I don't you know for it might be a cult classic but i think it could also do well on mystery science theater what's his power i don't know man it's been like i said why was he in avengers and that's like i think he's just he's just a walking talking duck cameo yeah it's just a walking talking duck and yeah i thought it was funny whenever he was on guardians of the galaxy oh yeah um i think or maybe it was avengers infinity war was it infinity war I don't remember. I think it was because, well, I don't remember now. Dang it. I think it was Infinity War because that was when the collector's room thing was completely destroyed. Um, So, and then it's at the end. He's like, why you let him lick you like that? <laughs> it's so funny. That's what he says to the, to the collector. Howard the Duck was, was the first one. And then we have The Punisher from 1989. Eighty nine, yeah. There's a there's a nineteen eighty nine Punisher with Dolph Lundgren. I don't. He's, I've never.
0: I don't, know. I don't know if I've seen the eighty nine one. Let me see. Yeah,
1: along Lou Gossett Jr. Though it was easily missed by Marvel fans on video store yeah, shelves due to one. a lack of the character's recognizable iconography.
0: There was a. <laughs> the punisher i remember seeing early 2000s that's the one i was trying to think of a, a
1: no yeah i know what you're talking about I, but apparently was the, it, right? says, the punisher joined howard the duck as one of marvel's early cinematic failures oh okay i thought
0: cinematic was, failure Ooh. yeah
1: apparently didn't do very well um I, i've never seen it i didn't have even you know it existed until i looked up this list that i'm looking at
0: have you seen the other punisher movies
1: it's, it's been a very, very yeah it's been a Her long volta time.
0: plays the villain in that one
1: no, I would need to sit down and watch him
0: watch it Frank again. Ca- I like the character of Frank Castle though. He, he's, a, he's one of the darker.
1: Well, I do like the characters. show. Um, I don't know if you've watched the show with John Bernthal, but I think John oh. Bernthal makes a perfect Punisher because if you've seen The Walking Dead, um, he plays Shane, and so he did a great. He's a good villain, like, and he plays a great Punisher, I think. So you know the Punisher's anti-hero so he's kind of like a little bit of both like he'll kill <laughs> he'll kill and he'll if he has to but you know if he feels like he has to save somebody he'll do the same like it's yeah Punisher people probably forget him.
0: about the the darker marvel uh, properties uh in uh, in on film I think Punisher's up there in terms of the darkness but I think in terms of maturity huh. uh, uh, the was it Deadpool, he kind of revolutionized the rated r right of, of
1: Marvel movies, which I agree. Yeah. The story goes, and if I remember correctly, Ryan Reynolds plays Deadpool in Wolverine, the um, yep. X-Men Origins. He plays Deadpool and they're like, okay, if you play, if you played this origin of Deadpool, they'll let you do your own Deadpool. Well, then it took them like 20 years to finally get off the ground. <laughs> and they were following, they were like, no, you know, if we don't if we don't get a rated you know an r rating then we just can't do it there's just no way so luckily they got it and luckily everybody went and saw it because if if you know if they were if they had done it and nobody saw it then that's the end of our ratings in marvel movies you know so thank god yeah (laughs) that was one of the second one yeah the second one was fun i mean they're both fun and i like the gore the gore doesn't like i remember the first movie whenever um they that one of those bad one of the villains the bad guys in the car gets thrown into the sign and he just essentially like flattens like a pancake that kind of at first kind of threw me off you know because you're not used to that in marvel movies so but once after that it was just like fine but you know yeah you you don't see a lot of gore in marvel movies and i was like oh like i knew there'd be a lot of cussing but i didn't think about you know gore like i just didn't even cross my mind yeah, a lot of swearing,
0: some mm-hmm. um, sex scenes, yeah. but it, it just you know not that it didn't bother me. But I, I enjoyed you know, Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> me and Ryan Reynolds. I mean, in a lot yeah. of the movies he he's in, he's playing well, his quirky self.
1: I don't think uh, anybody but Ryan Reynolds could have played
0: it. Hard to, I think maybe the guy in the show that I just wrapped up watching Peacemaker. There's a not Peacemaker himself, but one of the, the there's a guy, his uh, like his his friend essentially. Um, and he's like he has the same personality as Ryan Reynolds. So but I think I enjoyed the two movies or Deadpool. I'm hoping there's gonna be a third. I'm it would be interesting but, to see how he kind of eventually gets weaved into maybe in the MCU MCU. Because, well, they, were,
1: they were talking about him being the new like Stanley cameo. Uh, I'd be, I, I'd take I would that. be okay. I would be okay with that. Like if, if you're anybody else, I don't know, but like Deadpool, yeah, put Deadpool in every Marvel movie. I'd totally be okay with that.
0: And again, uh, he has to whenever he does a cameo, he has to say something ridiculous. That's mm-hmm. gotta be like our level type material. Oh, yeah. Whether it's just cussing he, or something, or you know, yeah. cutting a hat off with blood coming out, even if it's like for like 10 seconds. I mean, you you gotta make the most of you can you you can with his cameo
1: oh yeah yeah you can you have to it's just
0: like i mean they did for the most part i think with stan lee mm-hmm. uh cameos
1: i just i like the the different uh the different roles he was put in i think the the weirdest one for me was when he was um part of the whole watcher group he was on the on the moon or whatever and he's like but well, then i had to, be able to do this and then and then i did this i think that was guardians of the galaxy volume two mm. when they were doing those jumping points and they were going like uh, several jumping points at once essentially like really, yeah. really fast and I think that was part of it and he was up there with The Watcher. The next one on this list is Captain America from 1990. Have you seen any, either of those movies because there's two. I've seen clips. Yeah, I, I have them. Um, I found them at Game Exchange one time and I was like, oh yeah, I'm buying this and it was just that uh, it was both movies in one case. It was the 90s movies. I, it's been a, I do remember watching these not the whole thing but seeing them on TV uh, when I was a kid. I don't really much about him though they were they were kind of whatever i mean he looks a lot different than he did and he does in the mcu like i love their suits back then like even like uh tights pretty much or yeah pretty much like spandex and even like uh the hulk movies where thor is involved it's just which in the comics thor isn't he he is a uh, you know a god um but he's not just thor like his his He's a human who turns into Thor. Mm. He's kind of like Shazam in that way. Uh, so I forget his name. And his name is actually in the first movie. Uh, they mentioned his name, and I forgot what it was right now. And I'm sure people can remind us if they want to remind us what is, his Earth name is. But it's kind of like Shazam where he... Yeah, I
0: never knew in. about Thor's that, that history of being a, just a regular human.
1: Yeah, so I don't remember how he becomes Thor. But I do remember it was just, you know, he just he's you know unassuming guy who's, and then he just says something, he's, he's just Thor. And so they just kind of <laughs> took that out, which I'm glad they did in the MCU. They are like, no, we're not
0: going <laughs> to... I think it probably still could have been interesting. Uh, I don't know. He, he, because he kind of seems
1: like a, a Earth human with his attitude. Yeah, I, I mean, it could have been interesting, but I'm glad they didn't go along with it. Albert Hyun, I don't know if that's how you say his last name, P-Y-O-N, P-Y-U-N, directed the first cinematic Captain America in 1990. went unreleased for a couple years before I finally hitting the shelves as a direct video release that was panned by fans and critics alike. And apparently, I think there's two of them. Uh,
0: red Skull uh, looks interesting. I'm mean, looking at the pictures. He looks like a, a, his bubblegum hat or something. I'm gonna
1: look it up, because <laughs> I want to see what it looks like, too. Oh, God. Oh, my God. he looks horrible.
0: I mean, if you compare it to looks- the...
1: Uh-huh. Uh, you know, yeah, he doesn't look bad for 1990s. So he's just... Uh, it's kind of weird. I don't know. He just looks like a guy with red makeup on his face. <laughs>
0: Who who played Red School in Captain Uh, America, the the modern one?
1: Oh, uh, that was Hugo Weaving. Oh, uh,
0: I know him from Lord of the Rings and And Matrix. Matrix. Mm -hmm. He's a good actor. I don't think he reprised his role, though, for Red School in the the following movie that he appeared. He still sounded similar. He sounded like Hugo in a way.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they. With this one, they just found somebody and and put a bunch of dots on the motion capture. It was a space. minor role anyway. Yeah, I mean. it wasn't anything huge. And then I think we talked about this movie the other day. I, maybe I had to talk about it. the fantastic, the 1994 Fantastic Four. I've not seen that one. You have seen it? No. Oh, I haven't seen it either.
0: No. It I, it, it I, says I, right
1: here it wasn't officially released. It just. Oh. That was the one they used um, to get. To keep the rights to the Fantastic Four, I believe, it was because they have to, you know, they have to make a movie after so long or before rights run out or they they lose the rights. So um,
0: 3.8 out of 10, though, <laughs>
1: Roger, On 1994 live action adaptation of Marvel's first family earned its own place in history. Fantastic four was filmed with a low budget and actors who are unaware of the producer's ultimate goals. I don't, I don't, I don't
0: understand what the issue is with fantastic four, not doing well on, in the theaters. I just, it, it's mind boggling to me. Yeah. Anyway, what's I, the deal?
1: I don't know. I used to watch <laughs>
0: those the, are good characters.
1: Yeah. A good team. Well, it's an interesting team, you know, it's like yeah. this, this, thing happens in space. They can all come back with powers and they're different powers now. And I was talking about this with, uh, with my students today It's like, we were, we've been watching Edward Scissorhands and they're asking me questions. I'm like, listen, guys, this is the nineties back then. You didn't have to explain yourself in a movie. You could just do something and everybody accepted it. So that's kind of, I think that's kind of the thing with the fantastic four is like, why are, why are these people getting these powers? You know, not saying this is the thing, this is what's wrong with them. But I think that's probably a question that people have. It's like, why does Johnny Storm get to be, um, you know, fire? Why does Reed Richards get to, you know, stretch? Like, is there something in their genes that, and it might've been explained actually in the most recent adaptation of the Fantastic Four now that I think about it, but I don't So yeah, it just seems like every time they come up with a new Fantastic Four, nobody really cares for
0: it. Yeah. I I did like Rise
1: of the Silver Surfer. I liked that. I enjoyed that one. yeah. Yeah.
0: That was, that was good.
1: And but you know, I, I did things.
0: I love the thing and the yeah, the 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 two the,
1: thousands. The yeah, I thought it was great. For, this yeah. one, I mean, I'm looking at pictures. Just it just looks like a dude in a suit. Now, yeah. I I'm not gonna say I liked the most recent version of the Fantastic Four. Um, I certainly did not like it. I don't think it was one of the better,
0: you know, MC, CG MC. was very questionable too.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I thought the thing was okay. Uh, I thought he looked good, but like like the story was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that helped a lot. I think definitely on my not not in my top, you know, whatever of of Marvel movies out there, it's it's way down at the bottom. But it just felt
0: like they rushed a lot of the movie, and like that the villain was as it didn't come across as grand as could have been, but they focused so much on how they got their powers. It seemed like.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I thought the casting was great, uh, especially with the, the, the main four themselves. Like, I don't know who the guy is that played the thing, but you know, you got Miles Teller and Kate Mara and even uh, Michael B. Jordan. Like I thought he made a good Johnny storm. It's just, you know, yeah, I think you're right. As far as like the, you know, hard to pinpoint
0: what went wrong. Yeah. But yeah. Um Dr. Doom is one of the best villains in Marvel well, he's history. one
1: of the smart Is he one of the smartest or one of the strongest or something? Strongest, smartest, for sure. And they just keep, you know, putting him in these movies. And it's like, he just, it's just like, he's, you know, another Marvel villain, you know. Maybe they need
0: to just make him fantastic for a movie where they already have their powers. They're already established (laughs) for the most part. And just, I think that might help.
1: And get on with it, you know, it's just, they've been doing that a lot lately with different superhero movies, like Spider-Man, like the newest Spider-Man, at least they, you know, it was just like the only explanation you got was, you know, when Ned was asking questions and next we have blade, which I guess this was R rated, but it was, it was before the MCU. Yeah. So maybe that makes a difference.
0: Never was, seen the blade movie. I, I want to,
1: I've only seen blade Trinity. And the reason I saw that was because we, Went to theaters. My friends were going to see it. So I went with them. Um, And I thought Ryan Reynolds was pretty funny. But a lot of people, uh, a lot of people don't, I don't know, don't like Blade Trinity as much as the rest of them, I think, and kind of gave it because there's a little too much comedy. But I thought it was neat. I mean, i didn't realize at the time that it was based off a comic book that's when i was a lot younger um so i was just like going to see a vampire movie i thought (laughs) are they making a new blade yeah with what's his face uh the guy that plays uh cottonmouth and luke cage did you watch luke cage Mm -mm. no his name is i'm about to -er marshall maharshala ali ali i know his last name is ali i just can't ever pronounce his first name
0: yeah he looks cool yeah, in the suit. I'm looking at some pictures. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought he. I think that dude is a awesome actor. I, I think he's a great actor. I'm. We have a lot of good actresses.
0: I know from the the Notebook. Not a Notebook. But oh, I was like, what the the,
1: heck? the Green the Book. Game? Oh, the Green Book. Yeah, he was also in the Hunger yeah, Games. That was a great movie. movie. Yeah. So you want to talk any more about Blade? I don't, I've never seen the first film. Yeah, I don't know too much, but it's yeah. I
0: think it's also one of the more the, the darker, more mature uh, movies in
1: like yeah. that's a Marvel property. And I think it was one of the ones that um actually did pretty well cuz they made 3 of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you
0: think of what do you think appeal like, wait, why are Marvel movies so appealing to the masses for the most part?
1: Well, I think a lot of it is because there's already several Marvel fans, you know, comic fans that are out there. And then just the idea I think of superheroes, you know we had that suspension of, the, of disbelief when we go to the movies and we like to think you know these people are real and you know their powers are awesome it's just like something different you know than something that's a little more realistic uh i think that's and marvel you know it, especially the mcu have been it, has been able to do it really well with movies i think dc is getting there like with shazam they kind of turned it around <clears throat> you know took Kind of took that Marvel formula and, and made it their own. Uh, so I think they're they're getting to the point where they're like, no, let no more dark and brooding type darker, you know, movies like Man of Steel and, and even with like Batman and Batman versus Superman and stuff like that with and Justice League for that matter. I enjoyed just, the tone of those movies. I did, I did too. I, I mean, I totally did. But I think they're they're doing a little better now with some of these newer movies, and I'm excited st- to see what comes out.
0: I just think DC needs to s- stick with each movie its own thing without trying to make it to to connect and its own universe
1: well you know the flash is coming out and i think that's a cool movie and like yeah i agree they just need to kind of come out with movies as they come out they don't need to they're trying to do the same thing marvel was doing and it's like okay guys like you have two major comic book companies trying to do the same thing
0: warner brothers just needs to chill chill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) well you know their animated movies are awesome i love their animated movies and that's a whole other podcast i think we could talk about for sure especially just you and me, like talk about their animated movies, but they're a lot better than the, the Marvel I've, animated movies I've, for sure. I don't DC. think I've, I don't think I've seen any Marvel animated movies. Now I have seen uh, shows, shows which was the Avengers earth's mightiest heroes. I, I did like that show a lot. Um, I think that's the only animated Marvel besides what if I really enjoyed what if, but that's part of Marvel cinematic universe, you know? So it's like that Avengers show. I watched a few, a lot of episodes actually not i didn't watch the whole thing but i thought it was really good um so their shows i guess are okay it's just their their anime movies i've never seen but we could talk about i could talk about dc anime movies all day like i think they oh yeah really well there um because you know they can kind of do whatever they want those animated um okay next up zach stop me if you have something to talk about i just have this list in front of me so no worries uh we have the x-men Oh yeah, Brian Singer, um, with with X Men, X Men last uh, X Men Two, and the X Men Last Stand, and this is like pre uh, back in time, pre Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy X Men. This is like Halle Berry, and Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, uh, of course I, Hugh Jackman, and all those.
0: So those movies were great. I mean, they the first one felt especially like late nineties. I mean, it came yeah. out like well, 2000, 2000, 2000. So I had that 90s.
1: It's clarity. that transition, you know, and I was actually uh, watching something. I was thinking about how, you know, uh, and it might've been Edward Scissorhands where like Edward Scissorhands was made in 1990, you know, it's that, it's the weirdest thing. Like you go from 70 or 89 to 90, movies just look so much different. And it's only one year. So yeah, I, I could see that with 99 to 2000, where it's like that transition of movies, the way they look and stuff. It's the weirdest thing
0: yeah unless it's like a period piece then maybe it's hard to well, tell you know, like, which era the movie came out
1: right? every decade has a certain look like 80s movies look like 70s movies like 70s movies 80s movies look distinct 90s movies and then you go into 2000s and now you get to you're at the point where they all kind of look the same as far as look goes for the most part um so yeah i can i totally i totally feel you on that technique um,
0: of like framing of people like in the old days like the 30s and 40s movies you hardly
1: ever see like close-ups i feel like no, not, not really uh, mostly like at least over the shoulders yeah um so yeah i i watched i remember watching x-men 1 and x-men 2 i don't really remember the third one that much and i have like this cool little set that has all x-men movies all the wolverine movies so you have you have x-men origins then you have the wolverine and then you have logan No mm. logan yeah is that the only three wolverine movies that are out there yep Yeah. So maybe Logan's on in this. I think it's just uh, X-Men Origins. And then it has um, all the other X-Men movies with Jaden McAvoy and stuff, too. Um, So I want to go back and and watch these, rewatch these X-Men movies, because it's been a long time since. But I remember liking them. I remember thinking, I mean, except for Rogue, I don't care for Rogue. Well, the girl who goes suck your powers out. The
0: X-Men movies for me, like as a kid, it made me want to explore like what kind of power would I want if I were a mutant? Whereas maybe Spider-Man or any of the other Marvel property movies didn't yeah. get me excited because but, there was so much diversity in the, the powers people had in, in X-Men and like the, the school where Professor X was mentoring these kids. I mean, I mean, I thought I want to be a part of that school if I can.
1: Yeah train
0: I, my train up
1: <laughs> i do like the idea of it being you know the x-men being this other other essentially a race that people don't understand and people don't really want to understand you know it's just kind of like every time something new comes around people don't understand yeah. it and so it's that whole disconnect between normal and and not normal and so i like that whole aspect of the x-men like any x-men movie you see you know even with mm-hmm. with the the prequels with James McAvoy, it's always there's always just this huge disconnect between normal and other. Yeah, um, X one
0: especially. That. I mean, they have that scene. If you remember, or scenes like it's got like the political, uh, trying to make legislation to give some freedom for the yeah yeah i liked how they explored that
1: yeah that's uh i like that it's it wasn't too
0: much but it was just uh, just enough to give viewers like an understanding of like where they stand in society
1: yeah and i like it when so one thing cool about captain america is like these mcu movies sometimes you know have a theme and with captain america it was always political anything it was always political you know because you have captain america which is world war ii winter soldier which was with shield and the government and all this stuff and then you have civil war which you know sokovia accords iron man versus captain america like it's always political so i'm 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 always down for like where they take something like the x-men or even captain america who these like super powered beings and to turn them into something political. Like I'm always down for that. that to me, it's kind of fun. Like I like it to, tries I like to
0: it kind of gr- tries to ground them a little bit. Right. Boring. And, it, yeah. and you know,
1: um that's their kind impact
0: of like, in society. They're not just these superheroes yeah. and villains doing whatever they want. It's yeah. like,
1: no, we, we need There's
0: to consequences.
1: keep you in check, you know, cause you still live on earth you, and a lot of them still live in America. It's like you, you need to have, you need to be put in check thing that people didn't like about Star Wars prequels where they had all those hearings and stuff and to me was really interesting to listen to.
0: A lot of people didn't like it.
1: Yeah. They want to they want this, you know, you know, the original Star Wars where they're slicing people up and shooting them with blasters. I'm like, no, this this is how this all began. Like, this is why they're in this position now. Like why Luke wants to go fight for the Republic because of everything that happened there. And it's just, to me, that was the Absolutely. interesting part. And we could talk Star Wars right now too. Like, That's like another,
0: I, another episode, yep, another sure.
1: episode. Yeah. I mean, like and when they take stuff, these fantastic, fantastical beings, and then they are like, we got to figure out a way to put politics into this. Like, to me, that is always interesting.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. the emperor and people loved him, I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, you know,
1: <laughs> first he general was general people <laughs> first he was you know senator palpatine and then he chancellor became chancellor palpatine and then he just became emperor palpatine it's like what the crap how did you go from senator it's like, to
0: emperor it's basically like a dictator trying to manipulate i mean the, the populace and say i was attacked by the jedi and no whoa no bow down to, to me type of thing <laughs> yeah
1: we we need to have some, one person in charge and i'll get don't worry i'll give power back when i'm done <laughs> it's like if I, was a, <laughs> if I was a
0: general member of the galaxy probably they wouldn't care. Okay, yeah. some guy, some old dude in a hood. Know <laughs> it's not, not impacting my life.
1: It's an old dude in a hood. Whatever, man. Do your thing. You know, you want to be chancellor, go right ahead. You want to be emperor, fine. Okay, yeah, but okay. yeah, I, I agree. The, the,
0: if there's like some level of politics where it's not too confusing and too boring, right,
1: right, then right. I'll like it me too and with i think they did a, a pretty good job with x-men and and captain america and i thought they did a good job with star wars but whatever yeah, I, i'd like
0: to see dare i've never seen the daredevil series at all but i want i'd like to see daredevil on the big screen somehow like his own movie I don't oh they bring back the, the same <laughs> it's actor. like
1: oh uh, he was on the big screen because that's who you know
0: and, i'm talking oh mcu well, well yeah and then he was in his attorney mode yeah, he was but, a Daredevil
1: mode. Yeah. But it'd be I nice don't, to
0: see a Daredevil movie.
1: I don't know if you'll... I mean, you we might we might see, but I think... There's a bigger role. If anything, yeah, I would like to see him just in a movie. Like, he doesn't have to have his own movie, but it'd be cool to see him as Daredevil. You need to, you need to check like, it out. He's like a
0: Batman, anyway, from what I've seen, the clips. The tone of the fights... <laughs>
1: Dude, Beats the, fights, up. the fights in Daredevil, you you need to at least watch the first season the fights in Daredevil are so much better, are so much better. They're so much more raw and, and like more and realistic compared to what Batman, Batman, even even in the new Batman. Like, dude, he he is. I don't know how they choreographed, but there's one fight that lasts forever and it doesn't cut it's just forever and he's just beating people dude he's beating people down it is so awesome like i think daredevil can fight probably i don't know if he might beat batman but i think he could put up a good fight just because of that stamina he has and like endurance he could just he can just like you... go, keep going it's crazy daredevil does
0: he have powers of any sort
1: um he, well i don't know any, about any the,
0: enhancements
1: well i don't know about the comics but i know in um the daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. He was able to see if it was like raining because he could see vibrations, right? So he could, he could see not really see it, but you know, like in sense. The, yeah, well in the movie he, it was raining on Electra and so because of the rain and the vibrations, he was able to make out her face, you know? Um, so I don't know if that's like a Daredevil thing. It's, I don't know if it's in the comics or not. And I don't know if that's just something they added because I do vaguely remember something like that in the show where he could see vibrations and stuff so i think that his other senses are enhanced because of his blindness because of the way he became blind yeah uh, and i don't 100 remember the way he became blind i think in the movie he fell into some sort of radioactive it's always something radioactive and it's just blinded him but it enhanced his other senses if Interesting. i correctly.
0: but he's not like he doesn't have super strength or anything like that no
1: no he's, he's just he's he can trains. just. I think his reflexes might be better because of his enhanced and then yeah, he just trains and stuff like that. Um,
0: I always dream of, of like having some type of superpower like that. Quick reflexes. Well, you super know, strength. you think about
1: <laughs> look at um, these these shows. Uh, I don't know. Have you seen any of the Marvel shows that were on Netflix? No. Okay, well, I don't remember how they get these, but, you know, Daredevil's blind, but his senses are enhanced, right? Jessica Jones has super strength somehow, um, and she can also jump really far. And then Luke Cage, he's essentially bulletproof, right? So the way they explained it on the show was that his skin is stretched so tight that bullets can't pierce. And then Luke wow. Cage, you know, he has that power, it's just in his fist, um, pretty much. And he, he trains with, like... Kind of the same thing with like uh, Bruce Wayne, where he trains with people in another land where like somehow gains the power of the Iron Fist, which is this magical fist thing he has going on. I, that was the worst one. Well, I had to push myself to get to that. Um, How about Iron Fist? You seen that? Yeah, I just told you. That's Luke Cage? No, Iron Fist. Oh. I, I went from Luke Cage. I, I just told you everything about all, all of them and their superpowers. Oh. Iron Fist is, has this glowing fist that's really, really strong, and even like people can't really um, beat up Luke Cage, right? They can't beat him up up because he's just he's just too strong. But there's a weakness. I don't know. I don't know if he really has one because his the the thing that makes him a superhero is that his that like the what I'm gonna say this again for those of you who are listening. Um, his skin is stretched so tight that it's essentially bulletproof, but he's also super. strong. Sh- like he, he can't really be hurt. Like, it's like, he's, you're punching metal essentially.
0: I'd like but to see him versus Logan. I think,
1: I think, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Um, Cause I, cause he's got those adamantium claws, so they might pierce his skin. Uh, But iron fist, he has this all the strength in his fist and he's able, like he punches in the show defend the defenders, which I don't know if you've ever seen that, but um, he punches Luke Cage. And it actually like hurts him because he's his, the fist he has is so so strong so powerful okay and then next up is i think probably our favorite together uh, is spider-man raimi spider-man oh yes yeah. we could
0: well we, we always talk about how it has that romantic indie feel, feel to it indie feel there
1: well and the first two this this third one i don't think so much just because they they tried to shove so many characters in there yeah. Um, but yeah, the first two, especially the second one, I really, and a lot, this is one of those sequels, superhero sequels that people loved and they say is the best one out of the three is um, Spider-Man 2. So I thought that was, uh, I, I I really liked that one for sure. But I remember talk, being about talk. 15-ish, 14 and 15, when I first saw the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and man, I loved it. I fell in love instant, but I've always liked Spider-Man. He's always been my favorite
0: out of all the superheroes. it relate the to the character Toby or uh, peter parker peter parker
1: um no not really because the only thing that i could maybe relate to especially in high school is kind of being an outcast but i wasn't that smart you know he's he's crazy smart um, which is another one thing about for some reason these marvel marvel characters they all have to either be rich or they have to be really smart like why can't they have just a well i mean i guess they have shang chi He's not smart. He just, but he of course knows like martial arts like really well. So there's always, you know, you always have to. You can't just have like somebody who's just like a normal Joe walk into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and be like, hey, I'm, um, you know, I'm just, I'm not that smart, but I have these I, powers. <laughs> you know, it's like Howard
0: the Duck, maybe I don't know.
1: Well, he's still a duck, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. <that's laughs> I mean, a, it's a, it's accomplishment. A, yeah. So uh, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a thing. Uh, so yeah, then you have Sam Raimi's trilogy, and and. Even like I, I even like the soundtrack and not just the score but the soundtrack uh, with with all the different bands. I I think I have one of them on CD in my living room. Uh, but I thought I I think I bought one. I think it was Spider Man Two. And then I bought I bought the Daredevil soundtrack with Ben Affleck. That soundtrack was awesome.
0: Who um, were some of the bands in that?
1: Rob Zombie was in there. That's the first time I ever heard Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. Um, Chevelle was in there. Uh, Train. I think Fuel was in there. So it's just a bunch of rock and roll. Uh, and then I think Spider Man 2, there was a song by Sum 41, and it was just like, it was, it was, it's called uh, What We're All About. It's essentially Sum 41, but they're, they're rapping, and it's just really cool. A uh, really cool song. And then the video is really cool too. So that was back in the day when songs were put on soundtracks, but their videos had clips of the movie in it. Do you remember mm. those music videos? Yeah. Like so- I
0: remember Batman Forever and, Seal.
1: oh yeah kiss kiss on a whatever.
0: and mask of zorro i forgot the artist that did yeah. some of the,
1: the yeah that's whenever they that. they had uh even like vindicated i think by um dashboard confessional that was in either the first spider-man or the second spider-man soundtrack you know i remember they them playing they're like playing on a stage but in the background behind them is a screen with spider-man playing behind it so that Funny. was that was the good old days of music videos When you know if you're if your song was on a soundtrack then you know it was it was in their music video James
0: Bond's movie is gonna have that music video vibe going on in the beginnings with the like Adele's Skyfall and
1: oh yeah 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 all the oh other. yeah yeah with it's kind of like the same with like a, a whole um, title screen with like Deadpool and stuff where it's like things like you know some sort of CGI type thing yeah I I, I do I would agree with that uh, so what was your favorite Spider-Man Sam Raimi Spider-Man mm, probably
0: I haven't seen two in a while. I like probably the first one just because it's nostalgic. Yeah. It's the one I remember the most. I remember seeing it in Montana. Montana. Uh, yeah, I-, I visited my great-grandmother, and we went to this small little mm-hmm. theater, very small. But I remember that we saw Spider-Man. <laughs> I never saw – oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I liked uh, Peter Parker and Tobey Maguire's yeah. like, portrayal. Uh, kind of like a, a serious the quiet Peter parker he wasn't sarcastic he was he was kind of an awkward
1: guy. i think he got it he got a little more sarcastic and confident after he got his powers but not as much as like say the comics or even like the cartoons like i don't think their movies do his his sarcasm while he's spider-man justice you know i, I mean like i think i guess in, in civil war that's kind of the closest to his sarcasm and jokiness when he's Spider-Man that we can get. Cause like when he was first introduced, you know, he's fighting Bucky and Falcon and like Bucky tries to punch was like, Oh dude, you have a metal arm. And he's like hitting them. He's like, yeah, the right to remain silent. Like he's joking around while he's fighting. And I think they don't really do it justice in any of the Spider-Man movies, even in the Andrew Garfield ones. I th- I thought they could amp that up. I mean, yeah. you know, don't go crazy with it. Cause it could get annoying. Cause you know, you have like uh, the original Power Rangers, like, uh, the movie, I don't know if you've seen Mighty Morphin Power in Just movie I have, before, yeah. but you know, they're joking around all the time and I'm just like, guys, pump the brakes on the jokes. You know, it's like, I. it's sometimes it's funny, but they have to comment on everything. Like, don't yeah. go, don't go crazy with it. But it, and I get that. That movie was made for kids and it's in the nineties. It's like, I mean, I get it, but it's like, don't go crazy with that, like that in these Spider-Man movies. But I think they can amp up the jokiness a little bit. I kind of liked
0: how Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was trying to become more confident and try to come across as a jokey person, but when he did, he, it was kind of like awkward, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 but it was, I think, meant to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. But
0: he, In the suit, he felt different. Because and he felt, could see
1: his face, you know? He could pretty much be yeah. whoever he wanted.
0: Yeah, but he yeah. still didn't come across as jokey as... I thought Andrew Garfield did the best out of yeah. the live action for...
1: I would agree, in suit, especially in the, the first The, quips. the mm-hmm. first one, you know, because he's like overly confident. Yeah, with those guys like, with the knives. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, oh my God, my weakness is small knives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like, and he's like, are you a cop? He's like, I'm like, I'm a guy dressed in a blue, white, blue, red suit. <laughs> I mean, you, are, and from head to toe, you think I'm a cop or something like that? So yeah, yeah he's
0: kind of like, like borderline. No, I don't know. Not rude, but it's kind
1: of. No, I wouldn't say he was rude. I wouldn't say he's rude. I would say he was funny. Like, he, I thought his his jokiness was a little more. um, I don't know. It was as much as, say, I would have wanted but it's fine. It, it was more antagonistic,
0: more antagonistic. Like yeah. Would, you cause yeah. someone to want to punch him.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of Spider-Man I would like. Cause it's, cause that's like, you know, that's maybe how you get someone to do something
0: that I felt. Goblin was a lot more quippy than Spider-Man in the first
1: God speed Spider-Man. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Or sleep when he like, man. Makes, puts them to sleep with that yeah. gas. <laughs> I
1: think I think one of the best moments in No Way Home, spoilers here, was when he he did this, you know, he's like, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. And when he said that, I was like, oh, my God, just like those little things. And I had my students with me. We we're watching the movie. And, you know, they're like, they're a lot younger than than us. You know, it's just like, like, yeah, they're enjoying it. But man, and I told them this and I told my teacher friend who was with me, like, I was like, I put. No Way Home, like I think almost either right, right, right below in game or right above it. I was like, because I've just I've been watching Spider-Man since I was, you know, 14 or 15 years old. I've only been watching these Marvel movies for the past 10 years. I don't know. I have a, I, I think I feel a little more closer to Spider-Man, the movies and stuff than I that I do. So. When everything happened on No Way Home, it was just like my little my yeah. little kid came out and was like, "Yeah, Spider Man!" Whoa. Whereas my actual little kids that were with me were just like, I mean, some of them were cheering, but they thought it was the, kind of the funny. People that, that
0: grew up with the the Raimi trilogy, I mean, they'll they'll and then, they'll, they'll appreciate when they hear that theme. Oh and yeah, yeah, and the and the music like Spider comes up. Oh, even even to well, think andrew garfield's a theme well oh.
1: even uh electro's theme because when you meet him for the first time and in, in no way home and then he shoots his, his lightning he goes bam bam i was just like I, my head almost blew up because i love electro's music and and uh, amazing spider-man 2 it's so good okay sorry i didn't mean to go off on a tangent uh, i just want to see what else we got going on here talked about blade okay um one of these that i've never seen and i probably will never see is electra did you see electra with jennifer garner no it's kind of a spinoff of ben affleck's daredevil because she plays electra in that movie but they took it and and made her gave her her own movie and it's kind of i i kind of liken it to catwoman with halle berry where they take this you know solo i don't want to say female because i don't think her being female has anything to do with I just don't know if Catwoman or Elektra are interesting enough characters to have their own
0: movie I think Michelle Pfeiffer's version of Catwoman would warrant if she she was just a great Selena Kyle
1: yeah Uh, she was well I thought she was a little bit better Catwoman than I don't well I was gonna say
0: Zoe Kravitz. Well,
1: definitely yes, Zoe Kravitz. I did not like. I think I mentioned that earlier. So I don't. I don't care for Catwoman anyway. But you know, if I had to pick, it would be. It would probably be Michelle Pfeiffer because
0: Anne Hathaway's was okay. I mean, she had. I mean, this version of in the Batman. We don't want to get into it too much, but that Catwoman just she wasn't the deranged. mentally challenged in a way uh, selena kyle that michelle pfeiffer's was because she was like
1: well i was gonna say michelle pfeiffer was like yeah she 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 messed uh, up got into it it, man Um, and then i've never seen catwoman and i don't i won't ever see it this is kind of the same with this i mean i don't get i I don't want to say i won't ever see i might watch it just to say i watch it you know i'm a filmmaker i teach film can't say i won't ever watch a movie but I just want to see it to see if there's any references to Batman. Oh yeah. (laughs) Hence I just I mean if I if I have this movie Electra, I bought a Blu-ray with both Daredevil and Electra on it. And so I mean I might watch it eventually. I just I'm not gonna rush, you know. We talked a little bit about Ghost Rider. I've actually never seen the Ghost Rider movies. Um Neither, but I think I own both of them. I'd own both. i be okay. interested
0: in seeing them because sure, like Nick Cage, despite sure, yeah. his reputation,
1: but the ghost, Love the me. character Ghost Riders just looks cool. It is something I would, I would watch. I just haven't watched it yet. Um, so yeah, I, I think I need to go back and just the only one I don't own. Well, I've never, I don't own this Punisher movie from 89. Maybe I should watch that. Oh, the Punisher, the newer one's not on this list, but that we should mention that one. We did mention it a little bit. Then they came out with a sequel, but it—I don't think it did very well. I, I 289's never... version? No, to the newest version. Oh, okay. And I haven't
0: seen the second one yet.
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, so, I don't even know what it's about. Uh yeah, the I'm, first
0: I'm... one I enjoyed. The first two thousands Punisher.
1: Oh, it's called Punisher Wars. But
0: again, it had more of that nineties tinge to it. It's something about that it kind of. Yeah, me, the nineties. Let's
1: see, I'll I'll watch player. it. See, it's Punisher- good though. Oh, 1989? I like Travolta. It's the 1989 version. The second one was called Punisher War Zone. It came out in 2008. Um, it has Ray Stevenson. They recast the Punisher. So I don't what? know if it's a sequel or if it's just another Punisher movie. But you have the Punisher with Thomas Jane and John Travolta. This one has... They, What's the name of that actor? Or Thomas Jane. Oh, That's who plays okay. the Punisher in, in the 2004 Punisher. Movie. So was, I wonder if
0: 2008 is it like continuity purposes? Is it its own thing? I wonder...
1: Oh, it looks like uh It looks like it might be just its own thing. With maybe it's just a reboot, as oh it said. Goodness. the The IMDb says Frank Castle, known as the Punisher, ruthlessly demolishes organized crime, but it starts an even bigger war. So I don't know if it's a sequel or not. Five point
0: nine out of ten. That one. What What did the early two thousand one get?
1: Um. Let's see. I'm looking on IMDb. Punisher I'm sure two thousand eight or two thousand four. Sure, yeah. Is it four? Um do. V Games gives a six point four. Interesting. Isn't I that kind
0: of weird work. though? Four years later they just try to I mean if it's truly a reboot. I mean that's I mean soon. That's like <laughs>
1: no time. I don't know if it's a reboot. And if you know, if you guys know, tell us please. Like I don't I've never seen it. I think I own that one too. And I think the only reason I own it is because he was either given to me or I bought it really cheap at like a yard sale. Yeah, uh, it could it could be just like
0: Batman Forever and then Batman and Robin, or they just recast Batman's it's it's the same Oh yeah, everything. same
1: universe, same it's a sequel. Batman own...
0: Forever came
1: out in I think ninety five and uh, Batman and Robin came out ninety seven, I believe. Yeah, and it's just the same same Bruce Wayne and same Batman, just different actors. Yeah. Uh, I think I own all these movies that we talked about, except for the Blade movies. I don't I think I own Blade Trilogy or Trinity, but I'm not not the first two. So I need to I need to sit down and watch these. Like I do re- I, I bought Lee's hulk on 4k it was only like eight bucks and i was like okay you know eight bucks i'll i'll definitely pay for this but i've been wanting to watch it again just a good movie because the first time i saw it was in theaters and this was in 2003 so i was uh, 15 years old or 16 years old um and so i really wasn't i wasn't Didn't realize I wanted to be a filmmaker until I was like 26 years old, you know, and I've always liked movies. I've always been interested and I know who actors are and and all that stuff. But like when it comes to really watching movies and reading movies more like I never did that. So when I saw Hulk in theaters, it was just I saw Hulk in theaters. I thought it was kind of neat. Um, But this one's a little different because. He's a little more green. He's got a better green color to him. His head's a lot bigger. I don't know. His head seems a lot bigger than that. And then, in this one, if you if you the more mad you make him, the bigger he gets.
0: Oh yes, that's yeah. Uh, I remember that kind of unique characteristic. Yeah. So
1: it says. Do, do you ever it,
0: do you find it hard to kind of disconnect is it, from the other versions when you watch, like for example, Ang Lee's Hulk? Does it bother you in any way? Like it's like hard to separate well, your thoughts.
1: I don't think I could talk about Ang Lee's Hulk, but if you think like all the Spider-Man movies that came out, it doesn't really take, nothing really takes away from, it. I don't think they all oh feel man. different. Yeah, no, they all feel different enough to where I'm like, this is just like this one, or uh, I universe. wish, I wish this one had uh, this one in it. Like the other one did, you know, like it, it doesn't really cross my mind that, you know, that other movies like this have been made, you know,
0: the have, they have own style it's less like comparing mm, the Burton exactly. Batman films to, you know, perhaps Matt Reeves is the Batman. I mean, or Burton, even, Burton has its own taste. Well, well even
1: you know Zach Snyder with Bat, you know Ben Affleck is Batman, or or Christian Bale. Uh, they're both they're both dark, you know, but they're dark in different ways. So uh, we got any final thoughts on? because uh, there Let's are see. there's still some there's still some you know non. Well, non-MCU movies... uh, Let's just just say if
0: I'm on an island and had a choice between pre-MCU and MCU, I'd probably go with pre-MCU just because I'm not as attached... Do MCU. I mean, you yeah. said you I mean you love Avengers, you love No Way Home, but I mean, you'd really go with free MCU if you had to like choose a collection of movies. If I had a to choose, of I would probably It'd be tough cuz I like Logan.
1: Well, <laughs> well, that's not MCU. That's tr-
0: true. That's that's true. I none of the X-Men are yet. No, well, even though yeah, we, we have had hints of uh and think, Doctor Strange too.
1: I think I would prefer free MCU. I I don't think I would get tired of those MCU movies. But I don't. So, think they're all I would, different. Well, I don't. Well, I'm talking about the yeah the MCU movie. Like I don't think I'd get tired of them if I took an MCU movie or seven. Um, but I don't think I would get tired of the other ones faster. Does that make sense? Like, like I think I could hold on to those pre MCU a lot longer. Uh, mm. Because you know, if I'm on a deserted island, I assume I'm gonna be there for a long time. You know, I think I could deal with that want, a lot
0: longer. You want different flavors. You don't want this, the the same yeah, tone, yeah. same vibe every right. movie. Yeah. I feel. Anyway, Iron Man 2008 felt the most mature out of all the MCU movies, like it wasn't jokey to like it was overly jokey, but it I had think a good, it had a good mix. Good mix, I would agree because I mean, it's because Disney didn't have the, the Marvel entertainment rights at that time, I think. <laughs> well, even with the
1: Incredible Hulk, uh, with Edward Norton, like that really wasn't a f- there's was no real comedy. I mean, there's a little bit of comedy, but not very much. I mean. So it kind of started with with his Iron man. man. Well, Iron Man because of oh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert, mainly him,
0: I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah but it's just because of his his the way he
0: portrays Tony. We directed Iron Man. John Favreau. That's right. He's excellent, yeah. especially in Star Wars properties. Well, apparently early. he just made
1: a huge deal with Lucasfilm about doing more Star Wars movies. Well, I guess this won't be the last yeah. we see of John Favreau. Man. Yeah,
0: I, I can't wait to talk about Star Wars and my likes and dislikes for sure. Woo, and in the, wow. the direction that disney
1: is going we with. might have to go in yeah. a few parts for that that episode i think um okay so do you have any final thoughts about pre-mcu versus mcu mm, i guess
0: my last thoughts the future of just mcu in general what do i think
1: I think that the MCU is going to take control that's all we're going to have eventually yeah about, but I, about but Disney are, we, about are you
0: excited Earth, about what's uh, to come for the Avengers you know after I'm
1: the, excited the, for the TV shows so I'm really excited for Moon Knight and She-Hulk uh, I, I'm really excited for both of those shows the movies I don't really know, don't know
0: the direction. I, we don't know I don't know what's going on now.
1: with the movies like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness I'm absolutely excited for I, th- I think I like I'm starting to like these Sony movies so like Venom Morbius is gonna I think it's gonna be cool and I'm just ready for them to kind of merge spider-man Tom Holland spider-man with with at least Finn I don't know why it's taken him so long but yeah we'll
0: hopefully care. Tom Holland sticks around to keep on being spider-man I'm, i I would like to see more movies with mm-hmm. him but since he's actually I feel like he's established himself as spider-man now I, You know just you, you see the end of No way home and it's I think it's he's realized that this is his role he got the line of, like, with great power comes great responsibility basically Oddly. i mean so i think that was his realization this is who he is and this mm. is what he must do yeah. he seems like he's on his way to becoming more of a mature spider-man
1: yeah he and i, I he's think still young i think i would be okay with at least three more where he's you know not in high school anymore and he's he's kind of on his own everybody's forgotten who spider-man is and all this stuff so he can kind of start over
0: I would, I would appreciate a, a tonal shift. I mean, maybe less. I keep the jokes, but maybe I want to see how well, he's know, changed. I want to see how, we, how he's developed
1: and matured. It's, it's kind of like Harry Potter, where where the older they got, the darker the movies got. You know, I'd like to see that. I, I think I could Tom be Hollins. okay with that. Yeah, let's keep a little bit of the jokey and quippiness, but let's let's put some darkness down a little in bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I could
0: see that, and especially with Orbius in then You see uh, uh, Vulture in there. I mean, it's oh yeah, yeah, crazy. Their interaction in that trail. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, that's Vulture!" And this is a Sony yeah. movie, so I'm trying to figure out exactly what universe this is taking place in. But I guess we'll find out.
1: Well, it's this, it's Marvel Cinematic. I just think Sony owns Spider-Man, the Spider-Man rights, you know, the movie rights, so they can use any Spider-Man character they want. So Vulture's one of them. So I think it's all the same. Okay, it's just we it not just can't allude to, to not which Spider-Man. Spider-Man it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> you don't know
0: which one it is. Yeah, you know, it looks like the. Tobey Maguire's like, suit,
1: but I think it's going to be Tom Holland, Spider Man will always will be a part of that universe because
0: they allude to Spider Man being a killer.
1: Sweet, that's great. Oh,
0: I don't know who Tom, Tom Holland's killing necessarily.
1: Well, I, I think it'd be interesting, even if they are. when does
0: Morbius take place, you know?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. Qu- I'm looking forward to Morbius, but a lot of people aren't. I, people are saying, I, I'll admit it kind of ha- gives me early 2000s, maybe even like Venom 2 vibes, but. It, I'm. I oh, still
1: see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll go to theaters and see it. I, no well, doubt about Denim it. Venom
0: Two was a fun movie. I gotta say, I, I was not bored. It didn't turn me away. But I I enjoyed it. Yeah. I uh
1: I'm just man. I just want to see them. I want to see him and Spider-Man together. Tom Hardy. I mean, Tom Tom Hardy and Tom Holland together. The Tom's. What if
0: it, what if it just happened to be Tom Hardy's versus Andrew Garfield's?
1: <laughs> oh man. Well, a lot of people are speculating that uh his his is his venom is part of andrew garfield's universe and i'm just like okay you know when they make a movie with spider-man in it if tom if andrew garfield comes out great i'm just like i don't i don't i'm I'm tired of speculation like that like with that whole what's his face patrick stewart in a multiverse of madness i'm just like uh, i don't know if it's patrick stewart and i'm, I'm not going to believe it until i confirmed see yeah whatever people I, or- I still don't well it's it's confirmed it's on social media so and he confirmed eventually. it eventually yeah we well, we'll
0: stewart confirmed it in an interview
1: I still have my doubts <laughs> and I'm going to keep them. All right. Well, yeah, I guess that does it for us on this episode of Fantastic Mr. Podcast. Uh-huh. So if you uh, enjoyed it or if you didn't enjoy it, please hit us up. Or if you just want to say hello, please. Or if you have ideas for more episodes, please hit us up on any social media platform. Uh, Fantastic Mr. Podcast and hit us up. Let us know what you think or just talk to us if you want. Or tell the us tease for the next episode. Yeah, what is the next episode? The Batman. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna go a little more in depth with the Batman once Jake has gotten to see it, and hopefully his yeah. family's all in order. Um, yes. I think it, I think his his kid is sick. Is that some? Isn't that what he said? Yeah, yeah. So we won't go in too much detail, but I think his kid might be sick. So we will. Good vibes, as they say, right? Yep. To to Jake and his family. Um, so hopefully he'll be with us next time when we talk about the Batman alright well that does it for us on this episode hope you guys uh, enjoyed yourselves and please hit us up on any social media again that is the Fantastic Mr. Podcast is that my radio voice? yep that <laughs> yeah, was awesome, awesome. Uh, so yeah we'll see you next week see ya alright bye